What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hello, this is Kathy, and I'm here with my mother, Linda. Hey, hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the cinema, the podcast where my husband, Dave, and I walk to and from the cinema. But tonight, for multiple reasons, we've ditched Dave, and we're sitting down in my mother's living room. Yes, we're not even near a cinema. We're not near a cinema. So this is very exciting for many reasons. So mom is the most favorite guest on our podcast. We get Am the, I? Yes, you are. You've been on about 10 episodes now. We've done a lot of episodes and every time mom's on the podcast we get so much feedback and people are like yay Linda's back we love her she's amazing etc to the point where Dave and I get annoyed because she gets way more praise than us um and then our other most popular guest who's been on twice is podcaster extraordinaire Scroobius Pip um who's our Marvel movie correspondent so he's been on our Spider-Man Homecoming review and he was on the latest Avengers movie of which, oh no, I've forgotten the name. I've just remembered it. Age of Ultron. Um, so he's like our other most popular guest. So of course mom didn't realise this. That there was someone chasing her tail in terms of popularity. I even had to Google him. Yeah. And look at his picture and <laughs> yeah. say, oh, yeah. the competition. Um, and then separately. So how this all came about. Because this is very elaborate. Um, separately to that. Um, I'm a big fan of Scrooby's Pips podcast. And he had done a special with his mother around Mother's Day. And her name's Jenny. And when I listened to it, I just thought she sounded like such a lovely woman, but also really fun, like my mom. And casually, I had mentioned to him last time we met up that I'd love to have her on the cinema someday. Anyway, end of all that. Recently on Twitter, one of our listeners, Rachel, had written that um, that Scroobius Pip was nearly as good as my mom. To which he had responded, well, wait till my mom comes on the cinema. To which I got very excited because I hadn't realised she was coming on. <laughs> so we've been trying to organise essentially the Great British Mom Off where both of our moms are on the cinema aisle with myself and Scroobius Pip. Of course it's the Great British Isles though because... Because you're in Ireland. I'm in a different island. She's in Essex. Yes. yes. Um, now we couldn't logistically organise that, you know. There's a lot of different places. So what we decided to do instead, which we're way more excited about now, is we are both going to see the same movie with our moms on the same day on the same day and we are going to put out both episodes separately so his episode will be the first episode of the cinema ever not to be presented by dave or myself um they're just gonna be scrupulous Pip and his mom doing a cinema which is amazing and my episode is me and my mom because i'm in cork at the moment and what we're all going to see is skyscraper which is the new rock movie obviously the natural choice would have been Mamma Mia for the two moms but we decided no it would be much more fun to go to a city um, rock action movie and get your honest reaction to such a film and um, so that's the setup we're going to release the episodes at the same time so right now if you're listening to this you'll see that his episode's also up so please listen to that and check out his lovely mom Jenny also what's check his, what's his podcast his own podcast Distraction called? Pieces Oh, yeah okay. so it's an interview podcast okay. where he just speaks to really interesting people but I think that the best was his mom she's telling stories about his grandmother and it was just really nice and she's just really funny um, now okay all that being said mom we were all organised to go to the <laughs> cinema today on the day of release of Skyscraper in Cork and we had Dave's mother over to get another mother in the mix to mind Oscar and uh, my sister-in-law Danielle was over as well who's also been on the podcast 
and we were all ready to go to the cinema and we then were packed we were, we packed, were packed ready to go and, and we then were excited Oscar had like a toy is it a toy <laughs> car know. a toy car a toy train or something it was a train and it was on the floor and I went upstairs for a minute next minute I come down mom's actually lying <laughs> on the living room floor which I thought wow she's like really trying to show off today's mom because she'd never get down and play with him like that on her own and then realised the whole room was completely silent and mom had actually fallen on her very bad um, hip so it wasn't funny and I didn't mean to laugh I'm sorry <laughs> no it's just the natural reaction when someone's fallen and Oscar got upset he cried and he everything did cry. but to put it in context and to give you a visual I did <laughs> <laughs> once my right leg went off on the carpet on the rug my left leg went out on the truck so I did a full split Claude Van Damme yeah. I did a full split and landed I don't know where I landed I, I blanked <laughs> out a little bit so um, we didn't make it to the no. cinema and I genuinely was like mom like I'll drive us there <laughs> I was like Scooby's Pip and his mom were at the cinema right now like we can't not do this like this so much effort's gone into this um, and then so mom sat down we obviously made her a cup of tea with some sugar in it waited half an hour and then she's like I need to go to A&E <laughs> so anyway Needless to say, we didn't make it to the cinema. Mom's now had multiple x-rays, has a pair of crutches, and is loaded up on pain meds. Yeah. And so a bit of arnica. Nothing broken, nothing dislocated, nothing fractured, yeah. soft tissue damage. So, so we could have gone to the cinema. I'm on the couch waiting yeah. for pizza. <laughs> we could not have gone to the cinema. No, I'm joking. Walk. Okay. Um, albeit, I think Dave's mother was horrified at me, suggesting that, oh, look, we could just go to the cinema, go get the x-ray <laughs> after. Um... I mean, I just think really we should have gone to Skyscraper because that was the most appropriate thing to do, given you'd just done the splits. So, okay. you know, this is an action movie. Okay. You were living your own action movie. Okay. Um, so anyway... We are going to go see the movie. We're going to go and see the movie, but I fly back to London tomorrow. So this is a very long intro. Basically, we're both going to go see the movie Monday night now. And sadly, so not on the day of release. Now, it would have been hilarious to be in the cinema in the middle of the day in Cork. Just me and Mum. I know we would have been the only mm. people at Skyscraper. Um... Not to be confused with the Rampage, which is the rock movie that was out a few months ago where he was also leaping from buildings. Um, now, Mom, what are your feelings on Skyscraper? Do you know anything about it? I don't. And when I heard about it and I didn't know anything about who was in it, I immediately, in my mind, I was going to see Towering Inferno, which was the classic Skyscraper movie yeah. from I don't know when. Would with, have been a um, bit better than this probably. I think, I think Paul Newman. Anyway, it was a, oh, an amazing movie. So in my mind, I was going to see Towering Inferno and I didn't want to know anything other than that. Yeah. I just wanted to see a remake of Towering Inferno. But I did catch um, a clip or a trailer mm-hmm. on, on the television so I saw that The Rock was in it and I saw that it looked a lot more modern but I'm still expecting it's going to be your classic disaster okay. movie and that's You've all I know you the word classic, it. that's a strong word to that's, use for yeah, yeah, what's the other classic? What was the one where the boat was upside down? Titanic? No, 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 no not, not Titanic. It was like a submarine that was upset and they had to get to the top rather than getting to the bottom. Pearl Harbor? No, 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 none of those. It doesn't matter. Deep it was, Impact? No, 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 not, no. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm just thinking it. But mind you, when I saw it was a rock, I was a bit disappointed because the last thing I remember seeing him in was flying a helicopter at San Andreas Fault. Oh, I quite enjoyed that. No, oh. didn't do it for well, me. Well, this will be the same caliber as San Andreas. Okay, yeah. so... So we'll reconvene. I mean, I'm excited because I enjoy an so a rock action So you're saying A&E movie. might have been more exciting yeah, than... Okay. I think so. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do is 
both go and see it Monday night and we will reconvene via Skype to record the review. And it'll be seamless. You won't even know we're not together. You won't know we're not together. So we shouldn't have told you really, but no. there that's the why we won't be walking. That's how honest we are. So actually, Scroobius Pip and his lovely mom Jenny's episode is gonna be way more the cinema format than ours because they've okay. genuinely as far as I know, walked to and from a cinema. We okay. haven't heard their episode yet. Um yeah, so stay tuned and thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. bye. What's going on? The 96th floor is on fire. You're going to be just fine, I promise you that. No, 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 no! Daddy! Tell me, how much do you love your family? If we're going to get out of here, you're going to have to tell me the truth. There's a reason they chose this building. Hello and welcome back to the cinema. Uh, hello, Mum. Hey, Kathy. England calling. <laughs> and here is the vote <laughs> of the Cork jury. <laughs> so this is highly exciting. We've gone to see it a day earlier. It's Sunday night. Um, Mum, how are you feeling? How's your leg? Uh, you know, I'm just taking it easy and resting. So kind of trying to get used to hobbling about on crutches, but otherwise I'm doing good. Okay, good. And I'm really glad that now that you've got an almost clean bill of health, you hobbled off to the cinema to see <laughs> this movie on your own. Um, well, I didn't quite hobble. I do have good friends and I do have lifts, but I did see it on my own. So like a very a bit surreal. And I have to say, I did see it on a local small screen. So I won't have got all the fantastic 3D effects that you would have got. But there you go. Yes. Dedication to the cause. And, you know, why not? It's a fun project. Exactly. I mean, we always want to beat people, so we want to beat Scroobius Pip and his mom. <laughs> right. No, Kathy, um, I think we I w- can drop the we out of that. <laughs> Just having a laugh. <laughs> so I um, went to see it on my own as well. It was so funny. I was trying to figure out what best to go, and I ended up realizing that I could make the 7 p.m. showing. So I got there. Well, it was supposed to be 7 p.m. I got there at 7.20, and I slightly missed the start of it. Um but it was a weird movie to be in on my own. Like, I felt a bit conspicuous. Like, I love going to the cinema on my own. But, like, it, it was a strange one to be in as a single woman at this blockbuster <laughs> action movie. <laughs> at least you weren't uh, a couple of years older and on crutches. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're so desperate to see The Rock. Um, and, Mom, you did some research for this movie, didn't you? What did you watch last night in preparation? It wasn't a whole lot of research, but I had mentioned when we did our before talk that um, I was expecting it to be a bit like Towering Inferno. So given that I'm catching up on junk food and movies, I watched Towering Inferno last night. And so I won't say it was research, but it was interesting because I had talked about what, what was, in my mind, a classic disaster movie. So I can I can go to that later. But yeah, I watched Towering Inferno and then I watched this. And they're not dissimilar. Like, to put this in a nutshell, how it was for me, it was a bit like Towering Inferno meets um, Die Hard meets Total Fantasy and meets sort of a bit of... It's almost like a superhero movie, even though he isn't a superhero because he certainly seemed to have superpowers in a normal sort of normal body so it was <laughs> <laughs> sort of normal body <laughs> it was all genres all genres seemed to come together but i have to say i'm nostalgic for the old movies and the one thing that 
did strike me. Towering Inferno is two and a half hours long. That was the standard back in the early 70s, long movies. So I got bored. It doesn't have the action that this has. Much slower pace. Much more drawing out of personalities and relationships and characters. We don't get that anymore in movies. So that's just something to note. And who would you rate um, in terms of attractiveness, Paul Newman or The Rock? Oh, that's, that's sort of a no-brainer, Paul Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Newman. I thought yeah. so. Um, yeah, do you know what? It's so diehard is exactly what I'll I was tell you thinking. What, sorry, I have to interrupt you on the Paul Newman because my mother was, had such a thing for Paul Newman. She would go weak. And I remember her going on about him and I was thinking, oh my God, he's just an old man. But I looked up his age in Towering Inferno and he's only 50. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like weak for him last night. I was reminding myself of my mother. Anyway, you were thinking, "Oh, what a young, handsome man what he is!" What a handsome young man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the the diehard thing's hilarious. And also for me, there was a big scene in it, which was just Mission Impossible Four: Ghost Protocol. Have you seen that one when he's in Dubai and he's climbing up the massive tower, the world's tallest building? Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a scene very reminiscent of that as well, which we can get to. But say, before we go to Spoiler Street, or in your case, Spoiler Sofa. Spoiler Couch. Spoiler Couch, um, with your leg propped up. What is your overall impression of the movie? Did you enjoy it? What did you think of the cast? What did you think of the action? Okay, my overall impression, I kind of was determined not to like it. <laughs> I, had many, I had many preconceived notions about why I wouldn't like it. But I actually ended up getting caught up in it and I ended up enjoying it and I ended up sort of rooting for everybody's survival at the end so it, it kind of carried me along and I and I do like that it was a it, there was no slow moments plenty of action so overall I enjoyed it I'm not saying I rated it very highly but I did enjoy it and you yeah um so the rock actually made a movie a couple of months ago that I kept getting mixed up with this because they look really similar which was called rampage which I did enjoy because I enjoy action movies and I, you know, I think The Rock's a really good leading man. But this I loved and it was so funny because I was in the cinema. Now, it, the 3D was awesome, I have to say. It was really I good. And um, I was in a really big screen in view cinemas with um, with 3D, which I was annoyed I'd gone to see it on 3D. It was only that the time suited me. And then in the end, I was really glad, like much better 3D than the other 3D movie I've seen lately, which was... Um, solo this was way better than that and way brighter to look at um so yeah I I really enjoyed it like I I knew I would enjoy it because it's basically like my ideal kind of Sunday night blockbuster but I actually enjoyed it more than I thought and unlike Rampage I did emotionally connect with the characters as well and I teared up a couple of times and I really bought the family unit and and I just thought the action sequences were the best I've seen in ages because they kept coming. They were relentless, which I really enjoyed. And people in the audience were kind of gasping and mm-hmm. putting their hands over their eyes. And I was doing it too. Um, yeah, I just thought it was really fun, fun movie. And visually was very striking. And I think The Rock was like the only person who could have done that role and actually carried it off. Like you said, he's a bit of a superhero, but he carries it off in a way. He's not as every man as Bruce Willis but he carries it off in a way that you kind of believe that he could do it. <laughs> I mean, he's just a regular guy who's built like a house. Mm. Um, and then they give him the fake leg, which they did some fun stuff with later. Um, so that I just find it all really enjoyable. Like I would really recommend it as a blockbuster. Now I was reading um, in the taxi back home. 
that hasn't done very well in the States and it's not getting great reviews, albeit some people are really enjoying it. But I think as a summer blockbuster, it's really fantastic. Now, the only thing is it's, it's sorry, mom and I are recording on the internet. So there's probably going to be some pauses where we're politely waiting for the other person to speak. It's funny because it's Mission Impossible is launching in a couple of weeks, the newest Mission Impossible. And I can't wait. And I know, mom, you love it as well. We're big fans of the franchise. I don't think it's going to be as good as a Mission Impossible because it doesn't have the intrigue and the silly gadgets, but it just has like the pure physical adventure. I think you're right. I think, I mean, obviously it's just remarkable what, what he can do with his body or what they can make him appear to do with his body. And without going too many, much into spoilers, there's a scene where he literally has like duct tape on his hands and he's falling down <laughs> the side of the building. <laughs> Which I'm sure must be in the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer, but when I was leaving the cinema, they had, you know, when they've like rolling footage of a trailer yeah. on massive screens yes. and it was that. And that was the scene, right? In Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, where he's climbing up the Burj Khalifa building in Dubai, mm-hmm. which I did see that one in IMAX before, which was awesome. He has these magnetic gloves that like make him stick to the window. And this is like the rock doesn't need those gloves. Like he's just completely showing off Tom Cruise. He just needs duct tape. Oh my goodness, it was brilliant. Awesome. I, I just there's a piece that really struck me because I liked it and I did, did love I did love the action and I did love I did buy the family unit and it was very nice and very touching. And the last sort of disaster movie I saw him in, I mentioned it the other day, was the San Andreas Fault. And what mm-hmm. these have in common, it's him bringing out all the stops to save his family. Yeah. And that's really remarkable. And he pulls it off. He's a man who literally walks through fire and crawls through fire to save his family. And it has that appeal. What some of the other movies have, though, as an appeal in which Towering Inferno had. And the real hero movie is when the hero crawls through fire to save the stranger. And this doesn't have that. So what you know, the, when I talked about what's a classic disaster movie, you I'm like picturing like Moses leading his people through the desert. It's the classic leader who surrenders, you know, gives up everything to save the people. This doesn't have that. This is the rock saving his family and it's dramatic, but it doesn't tug at that sort of archetypal draw. It doesn't, it oh, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't tap into that for me. I'm, I'm not that pulled into it but if it's a mission to save the world I'm right there with you and some of the movies that come to mind will be like Independence Day those ones where you're going to just fly into the mouth of the dragon or whatever to save the world yeah but then Independence Day the core of it is just Will Smith trying to save his family and like John McCain in Die Hard the core of it is him trying to save his wife and it's funny that you like the macro because I like the micro I'm not interested in the world being saved I only want like (laughs) someone's kids to be saved Maybe that's an age thing as well. Maybe, maybe it's an age. Maybe age. I don't know, but yeah, that, that that is a difference between the two genres or the two types of movie. But I did believe the family unit, and, and at least in this one, rather than San Andreas Fault or whatever that one was called, he didn't care who got killed in his pursuit of saving his daughter. That's not here. There aren't sort of random people being sacrificed on the way to save his family. So that was good. Yeah, that was good. There was no. Um, sort of just casual she's by the wayside it was just very focused and very direct and yes yeah, stunning I mean the scenes and, and how they how they even created that working with all the fire was must have been quite extraordinary I know and so much money and we do have to quickly before we get to spoilers mention them um, did you recognize his wife so she was played by Nave Campbell what have I seen her so in she was, so she was the star of all the scream uh-huh. movies back in the day 
And she was recently popped up in House of Cards as well, which I've been really pleased to see her in because I think she's really good. And I thought she was really good in this movie. And I thought the kids, who I don't know, but I thought they were both fantastic actors. They were very good. Because so often you've bad kid actors and they just ruin movies, but these two were really decent. They were... um... They were very good. She was very good because in her own way, she had she wasn't just being rescued. It wasn't just a damsel in distress movie. Um, it was she she was really fighting for her kids. And she showed some oh, we won't go to spoiler street, but she had her own part in saving the day in the end. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. enjoy that. Um, like a really strong female yes, yeah. character and I think that's what movies need these days or they just become a bit silly right so we're going to get to spoiler street mom can you shuffle across the yeah, spoiler shuffled there? done you're in <laughs> great <laughs> okay right we're on spoiler street we're going to get to specifics so in my taxi home and by taxi I mean uber um, I made note of loads of things that I enjoyed did you write any notes oh, seeing as you're no, on your I own didn't. are you just going to yeah, because we never normally do notes in the cinema because we just talk as soon as we get out of the movie. But obviously, this time I had time to pull myself together. And there were so many things that I enjoyed, right? So first of all, I just enjoyed from the off how The Rock, when he found out that his family were in danger, just went straight to it. There wasn't a moment's hesitation. So firstly, he climbs what is like a crane that we know is at least 96 stories high because he gets higher than the fire, which is like on floor 96. And he just goes for it. He just jumps and he climbs and he doesn't even, I don't know if he even sweats. He doesn't even, like I thought they could have made him look like he was physically exerting himself a little bit. But I just thought that was so funny. I just really enjoyed it. And like that was like the first kind of set piece where you think, oh, this is going to be a really visually stunning movie now because this looks awesome. I think I had had a similar thought in relation to that because again I'm kind of layering it here with Towering Inferno the firemen in Towering Inferno had to go up the back stairs two of them volunteered and it was 71 flights and they almost died and they were wheezing and dragging themselves and then I see the rock with his with his missing leg just like Jimmy so that's why i say like it could have been a superhero movie so it was a little bit confusing it's the sort of thing you expect from a superhero but here was just this guy and no moment's thought whereas like when you think of something like you know die hard he's more fallible than that um so yeah i did really enjoy that and then he ends up kind of getting in the building and all the rest of it and like meanwhile at the same time we've got Nave Campbell and the two kids and I liked that very early on they were all separated I hadn't expected I had kind of thought she'd be with the kids and suddenly they're all separated as well so that's when they first you felt a bit of peril because I kind of thought oh something could go wrong for one of these particularly when you give you know the little boy asthma it's like immediately he's in loads of danger because it's on fire And fast forward to sort of one of the final scenes where I actually thought the daughter was going to die. I thought she was going to, I thought she was going to be the collateral damage. I thought she was going to get chucked off the top. So I was really expecting that. And then it didn't happen. I thought she was going to die. And I thought, oh, this is going to be dark. And also, like, I would cry and simultaneously really enjoy it. <laughs> um, like, they did inject bits of humor into it. Like the scene where The Rock is performing a surgery on himself and you know like pours loads of vodka on his wound but then he drinks the vodka and like I, I do like little things like that I think that's fun um, and then so you know the English baddie whose name I can't remember now I did enjoy him and he's one of those actors 
Noah Taylor. He, he was in Peaky Blinders, I think. Yeah, he's in all these sorts of things and like Game of Thrones and he's just like a classic English baddie and he reminded me a bit of like Alan Rickman in The Die Hard and I did enjoy his death. I, I love the way, like, Nave Campbell killed loads of people. She did, yeah. She was pretty cool. Um, And then, okay, so the, we're just going to talk through all the action pieces, I think. At one point, The Rock and Nave Campbell, who, again, they were reunited like a bit earlier than I was expecting them to be. They seemed reunited almost as soon as he got in the building. And then they have to, like, put a plank of wood across to the sun. Well, I'm sorry, but that was that was a joke. <laughs> in a burning building. And they have they use a floorboard to span a burning distance. And she That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and then the rock, the whole, the whole bridge is collapsing. And the rock throws, like, a rope around the bridge. And just with his upper body strength, just, like, pull. He says, I'll keep the bridge from collapsing. You go and collect the sun. And then Nave Campbell is wearing heeled boots. Now, they're low yeah. heels, but they're low heels, but you would take them off and she climbs across the plank of like flammable wood, puts the kid on her back and just climbs back again. And it just made me laugh. Like, I wish I was at the cinema with you or Dave because I was laughing I so much that I know I look like a mad, crazy woman in the back of the cinema. On my own. <laughs> I think so. I mean, at that point, I didn't want to get too much. I could have just made myself unhappy thinking about all the unbelievable parts. For example, in I don't know how many stories this building was, but he punched in through a window and seemed to land on the same floor as her. They were reunited within minutes, which made no sense. I couldn't find somebody in my own house, and I've only got friends in the square feet or something. <laughs> but remember, because he's like worked on the building, and he knows what he knew what level the fire was on, and he knows what level their apartment's on. So. No, fair. I don't buy it because he had told her to keep climbing until she got to the top. She was anywhere between her level and the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, actually, you're right. Um, and I did get upset then. Oh, yes, yeah, so it was really cool when... So basically, he sends the wife and son off down then the elevator, which I really mm-hmm. enjoyed. I thought that was a really mm. cool scene. And then when he went to um, rescue the daughter, this is one of the first... This is the first time I got emotional. Um, He went to the daughter and he, he gets her and then she's grabbed... She's grabbed off him and she's crying and he's screaming for her. And I thought that was really distressing, mm-hmm. actually. Like, I thought you wouldn't want to bring young kids to yeah. this movie. I thought that was really different. Um, and then he's just him again. It's just so funny. And like, I love the way there's just this, oh, what are we trying to get? Oh, we're trying to get like basically this hard drive, drive from the guy. It's who all about a little two inch flash <laughs> drive. <laughs> <laughs> it always ends up just being something really stupid like that. And you're like, oh my God, this like technical MacGuffin-y thing that everyone's chasing. And I just loved when they said the rock had to break through the doors to get it. Because I actually thought the rock was just going to like break through with his arms. But then he just, this was like the stuff that looked amazing in 3D. And I wish you'd been with me for that. Because, you know, when he's going through, so he's like kind of abseiling down a building. But like also, oh no, this is also where he duct taped himself across. So he's abseiling. He was crossing a building with like duct tape on his hands and feet. Then he was jumping through propellers. Um, Then he fell down the building. And then he... Like talk about the body oh, strength you mentioned earlier. Where he upper body strength. Off. I this, was so just, jealous. Oh my god, yeah. it was amazing. So for someone anyone who hasn't seen, you shouldn't be on sporty sofa. But he's like hanging upside down by by nothing. By the wood, by the fake foot is attached to a piece of rope, and he's hanging up completely upside down, so head up towards the ground, and then the foot starts to slowly come out of like the peg, and then he manages through upper body strength and core to like get himself back up again, and then he climbs about twenty stories just on a rope. So that was awesome and that was amazing and I was so excited by that scene and I was actually really annoyed that I was on my own. 
Oh, do you know what I loved, actually? And this is something that, that did work, even though we didn't have the appeal of him saving the whole world. What we had was the whole world rooting for him. What yeah, do you think nice. of all the, all the people down on the ground floor, all the people who are watching this happening on big screens and they all cheering for him and rooting for him? I liked that. I loved that. And then I was like rooting. And then I thought, wait a minute, if this was happening right in front of me... I don't think I'd be like hanging around the base because surely at some point like the structural integrity of the building is going to go. So they're all just standing around the base of this world's tallest building that's on fire and just like cheering and filming and stuff, which I thought was really weird. I think if you're going to watch it on a big screen, like go home and watch it on the big screen, would you well, hang around and watch exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah, I mean exactly. <laughs> and and I'm going to go back to to the other one, Towering Inferno. At that point, when it looked like the whole building was going up, the the fire chief said, "Move everybody back two blocks." <laughs> <laughs> it was far more See, practical that's a, that's a sensible fire chief yeah speaking yeah. of uh, what did you think of the i think he was the he was like the police lieutenant or sergeant or something and he like very quickly goes from thinking the rock's a suspect to being like my god that man's just going to save his family i know <laughs> they really and then nave campbell gets out and she's like immediately identifies that the what the baddies are up to that they're going to get their parachute they're going to jump out and land in this building site which is all fine and then she goes to the building site with them i was thinking surely they'd be like this is a police matter you don't need to come with us you can stay back here with your child who's like basically dying of an asthma attack mm-hmm. but she's just like goes along for the ride which i did enjoy and then i thought her fight with the kind of female baddie was really good in the car very good yeah she's yeah. a good physical actress isn't she she's good and she was feisty it was, it was very real very authentic yeah i loved her and then i just think i mean speaking of her like i i thought it was really cool at the end the way ultimately the rock whatever his name was in this movie who knows thought that him and his daughter were going to die mm-hmm. and he's just hugging her and saying i love you i'm sorry and i was crying at that bit and then actually Nave Campbell saves the day and she manages to override whatever technical things and get all the the fire stuff up and running and the fire immediately extinguishes somehow. And I just love that she did that at the end. I thought that was really cool. I think she's like a very strong character in the movie. She's not just a sidekick. But the technology of the building made no sense to me. Like, okay, I missed the first five minutes. I will admit that because I was late. Oh, it was but all, Cathy, it was all explained in the first five minutes. So. <laughs> that's what i was thinking so basically oh no but i was thinking they must have explained like for example how she was able to just press a button and suddenly the fire stopped again i found weird and also there's this weird scene like the hall of mirrors where they were all shooting each other and i thought this must have been set up earlier because it doesn't really make any sense oh you missed that okay he was given this pad that could control the whole building and he was taken up to this room just to show it that whole hall of mirrors on the top so we got to see that whole thing earlier and the guy who was showing him around at one point was talking to him and he said, I'm actually behind you. The way it was. So that, that ah. whole scene was set up in the beginning. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and that makes sense. Because I thought this is... It, I mean, yeah, it was, it was just for me because like, and I guess it had been set up earlier, but it was kind of boring because I guess I didn't know that but it was coming. So I just thought, oh, get out of here already. Just watching all these weird like mirrors and reflections and stuff. Oh, so you you actually missed a bit, Cathy, because you missed the opening scene where I gave the backstory. He had been shot. He was pretty much, you know, mutilated and well banged up. And she was the attending doctor who said, you're going to be okay. That's where they met. That was the first. I wish I'd seen that. Because I really liked them as a couple anyway. Oh, damn it. I thought I just missed like some building exposition. Maybe we'll go go again or catch it on DVD (laughs) together. (laughs) 
we'll catch the first five minutes of it together and then we'll quickly turn it off. Like, but it's one of those movies that, like, I really strongly recommend someone go and see the cinema. Like, total laugh, really nice. But, like, I would never watch it again and probably will have forgotten it tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, from my point of view, I would say, except for the, you know, the situation that was in it, I'd say if you're going to see it, go see it with some friends and go see it in 3D and and have a laugh. But honestly, I don't think... It's not a great human interest story for me. It didn't really tug at me at all, but it was just fun fun to be doing this. I know, if only we'd gone together. I know. <laughs> but I do enjoy The Rock. Like, every time... I, I actually... And he had a grey beard this time, which was, like, his key point of difference. But every time I watch The Rock in a movie, I just get really happy. Like, except Baywatch, which was a terrible movie, and he should never have been in it, and I didn't like him in Baywatch either. But... um. Okay. He you just like sort of, him in movies, He just has something really nice about him, I think, that he always appears like... He's, like, obviously physically ridiculous, but he's he just seems like a nice guy. Like, he pulls it off. Um, and I think it's hard to pull off. And he's a really he's a really funny actor as well. We watched him recently in Jumanji. Have you seen okay. that, the remake? Not the Robin yeah, Williams one. Oh, not, no, I haven't, no. No. Um, he's just really good in that. Like, he's really funny. And I just think, like, this movie plays to his strengths. And I did enjoy it. But it's it's weird that it came out the same year as Rampage. Or within a couple of months. Because Rampage yeah. is him also leaping around buildings and <laughs> saving people. But he's saving what? apes. So it's less interesting. He's fit. I'm going to tell you something funny, maybe, but with just just before we wrap up, which was the the security guy, the head of security in Towering Inferno, played by O.J. Simpson. I was like, whoa! Oh, really? Yeah, O.J. Simpson oh, did a fair job, and obviously he wasn't pulling off the stunts uh, that The Rock was was pulling off. But yeah, he was the he was the head of security in the building. Oh, weird! Did you feel weird watching it then? A little bit weird, yeah. Oh yeah, funny because we both you watched didn't you last year that show that Dave and I loved the yeah. American the, Crime Story oh, so the, good. The trial, Where Gooding called, Jr. the trial of O.J. Simpson. American Crime Story. Okay. People versus O.J. Simpson, which it, yeah. separate note, highly recommend to all our listeners. Yeah. Um. Mom, um, do you know what? You're such a trooper because I know you're in a lot of pain. I was just wishing. I was just wishing I had his bionic leg today. I had all sorts <laughs> of envy. <laughs> But I love, like, his, his like, fake leg Amazing. actually works so often, right? At the very start of the movie, when his, like, friend's beating him up, the friend goes to pull in his leg, accidentally pulls off the fake leg. Later on in the movie, he hoists himself up a building by the fake leg. And then later on in the movie, he's, like, kissing his fake leg. I'm like, wow, they're really embracing this, like, amputation plot. <laughs> it's really good. But I think standout... And then he used the fake leg to jam open the doors of the penthouse. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. So, that was the scene. I think you should start doing, like, maybe just do a couple of little scenes for us with your crutches, and then we can put it up on our Instagram stories. I think I could do... So. I think I... <laughs> I think when we're finished, I'm going to get some duct tape. <laughs> it was like an ad for duct tape. The whole movie was, like, sponsored by duct tape, wasn't it? And I'll see, can I get from one side of the house to the other, sticking to the walls? <laughs> I think that's a really good idea, especially when you're home alone. I think, I think I have too many painkillers. I think you have so. had too many painkillers. <laughs> and anyway, speaking of Instagram stories, Mom, do you follow the cinema on Instagram? Oh, I do. You do? Now, last time you were visiting us, when I went into your Instagram, you weren't following us and I hit follow. So you do need to be held to account for that. Do you follow us on Twitter and Facebook? I follow you on Twitter. I definitely follow you on Facebook, although not much happens on Ooh. Facebook. Yeah, I have yeah. to say we're a bit more on our Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And have you given us a five-star review on iTunes? I have, actually. You off have. somebody else's, Maybe off somebody else's iTunes account, but I've definitely given you a review. Well, yeah, because you can't make it look too obvious that it's my mom leaving the review. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not 
too happy with this interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but mom, thank you so much. You're such a star. So um, miss you already now that I'm back. And again, I apologize for um, what's essentially Oscar's fault of leaving his toys around the floor. I know, toy truck. And don't forget to hear the first ever Cinema episode that is neither presented by Dave nor me. Head over to the Distraction Pieces podcast and check out Scroobius Pip's review alongside his mother of Skyscraper. All right. Okay. Bye. I love you. Bye. Love you. My family is the only thing that matters to me right now. 